atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. This is the broadcast for October the 9th. I'm sorry, August the 9th in the year of our Lord, 2019. This is our two of two. The goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio. We're all about it, ladies and gentlemen. It is a freedom-loving, fantastic, we're taking America back one heart, one mind, one issue at a time Friday as well. we got the good sheriff with us, Richard Mack. Welcome back. Thank you, Sam. It's great to be with you this beautiful Friday morning. we got a lot to talk about, man. Guns are everywhere in the news without any story headlines. you want to just uh, start on that real quick? Sure. What do you say? Well, I mean, it's uh, the same old story. And, and you know, I I told another teacher yesterday, uh, they're just going to keep shooting us until we give up our guns. And uh, she goes, it really looks like that, doesn't it? I said, yeah. I said, I know it sounds really conspiratorial, uh, but I said, it just looks like that uh, is the only option. They're going to keep shooting us unless we all voluntarily just say, please, yes, come take our guns. from." But hold on a minute. When you say they, who's they, Sheriff? I don't know who they are. Okay, and when you say uh, they're going to keep shooting us till they we give up our guns, are they going to stop shooting us once we give up our guns? Uh, um, well, they'll, they'll have complete control of us, so I guess they don't need to shoot us. I mean, they'll have us enslaved and completely controlled. But I, uh, you know, she even said, "Do you do you think it's the government?" And I go, "I don't know who it is. It just seems like that is the case." And I said. Uh, uh, I don't. Uh, I don't talk about this very much because I'm telling you, it's just my impression. It just seems like that's what it is. Uh, but I, you know, I, I don't know who they are. I, you well, know, let me let me throw some thoughts out for you because I've been saying uh, the last many days on the radio mm-hmm. uh, for quite a long time about this, and I just want to get your opinion. Okay, so I believe. They're pushing for these, quote, red flag laws. And what red flag laws really are is a way to have government preempt a crime, take away right. guns from people that they believe uh, raise, quote, red flags. Whether somebody be in the military, whether, okay. It, but I submit to you that we don't need red flag laws on the books. Police can already do 90% of this. And what you're talking about is red flag is nothing more than a profiling. Okay. And if we can profile under the name of red flag, we're not allowed to use the word profile. That would be evil. You know what I'm talking about? So don't don't profile. That profiling is bad. That's the lie we've been told. But then what they want to do is use red flag, which is nothing more than a government mandated profiling and a government mandating of the violation of all of our rights and a government eventually possibly taking guns away from the good people because eventually the red flag laws will get more and more and more and more red tape and regulation to the point where, hey, they'll disarm the good guys with guns and the only people that have guns are the cops and criminals. Uh, Anyway, I digress except to say this. Right now, if there's probable cause as a sheriff or a police officer, or a law enforcement official, or whatever you want to say, with probable cause, I can do a lot already. Quite a lot. So let me give you a scenario. I think you create a checklist, a profiling checklist. By the way, 75-plus percent of the shootings of these mass kind have been by blacks. Okay? 
So I'm not here to attack blacks, but I am here to say, you know what? Is the person black? Yes. Well, then, you know what? That's a red flag. Should I call it a black flag? I'm just saying. So you say, yes, they're black. The likelihood of them being a shooter is much, much, much greater because they only represent like 12 to 14 percent of the population. 75% of the shootings have been conducted by them. I'm not here to attack them for their race. I'm just here to say, for whatever reason, that's a flag that we need to watch, a profiling reality. All right? Now, that alone, I mean, you know, you can't just say, well, hey, they're black, they're the shooter, they're going to shoot somebody. That isn't true at all. Isolated as one item, that's nothing. However, it is a factor that cannot be be ignored. I'm going to say the next, next factor. You ready? Do they play video games, violent video games? And if they do, do they do it a lot? So an obsession with uh, violent video games. Number two. So if you've got a black person that's violent with video games, two yeses. Again, that doesn't mean they're guilty. And it doesn't mean we have significant probable cause yet. But it means we've got factors along our way. Next question. Do they have trouble at home, at school, or at work that the cops know about? If they do, another red flag. Another concern flag. Another profiling, hey, this could be a problem if they've had issues at home. I don't mean issues at home. Everybody's got little trouble at home. A teenager gets in a fight with mom or something like that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about that the cops know about, that has been reported or some third party has been brought in or notified about, right? Okay, at home, at work, or at school, and then at public places that are common, like maybe the gym or whatever else. Okay, if there's been trouble there, again, another point on the concern profiling map I'm building next question do they have problems with and rejection by females if it's a male because most of these shootings are by males okay and if they've got a lot of rejections by females that's a great concern does it mean again that just because you've been rejected by a couple of females that you're going to go ballistic no but it is another question that okay yes okay now do we have a father in the home yes or no If there's no father in the home, again, it doesn't mean that mom's not doing a great job. We're not attacking anybody here, but we're telling you that most of these these deranged people come from fatherless homes. 90%, by the way. Okay, so uh, are they in a fatherless home? Is the father gone from the home? All right, next question. Are they on psychotropic drugs? 90% of these people are on psychotropic drugs. So when you put all these factors together, ladies and gentlemen... And then you got to start to say things like this. Did they just buy a gun? Or did they buy a bunch of guns? Legally or otherwise, the cops have every right to find that out already. So now if you say the guy bought weapons recently, the guy bought body armor recently, we have probable cause here. The guy has trouble at home, trouble at school, trouble at work. It's a black guy. It's a male that plays violent grand theft rape, pillage, plunder, video games. He's been rejected by females. Okay? You could put this profile together, and I'm telling you right now, with incredible accuracy, you can say who are the troubled people already, and you don't need a single law to do it that we don't already have. Sheriff, am I crazy, or am I spot on on this one? Well, you're not crazy. You're just uh, analyzing the facts of uh, a lot of the shootings the last 10 years. Isn't that what we should be doing, though? Say that again? Isn't that what we should be doing? Yeah, that's my point. That's what we do in law enforcement. 
if you profile uh, drug-running cars, uh, coyotes or drug runners, uh, the profile is they're in an older car. They usually come in two cars. One kind is leading the other. They always go the speed limit. They try to do everything uh, to not bring attention to themselves. It'll be two Hispanic males in a vehicle, and then maybe one person in a a single person in another uh, lead car, and uh, they're going north from the Mexico border. Uh, you you can you can recognize them, and uh, you, you know there's there is a, a list of criteria that again you can go down the list and do that. Say, oh, oh, you stopped me because I'm Hispanic. No, but being Hispanic is one of the things that is part of uh, the profiling. So the FBI does pro- profiling on lots of different cases and and issues and. Uh, certainly we could profile this, and uh, they have. They've stopped some of these because they've been able to profile. Um, But the proposals seem to just really drive me crazy, Sam, Uh, because, first of all, they keep uh, yelling and screaming and pushing and preaching and whatnot for a universal background check. Sam, what is a universal background check that would be any different than the background checks we've had required by the Brady Bill since 1994? And they were doing background checks before that. Well, and and the problem is that, you know what, the Ohio shooting or this uh, El Paso shooting or many of the shootings beforehand, hey, these people legally got their guns. In fact, mom called on the boy that went ballistic in El Paso and talked to the cops and said, there's a concern with this guy. I don't really know. Yeah. He bought an AK. I think he's unstable. And all they said was, well, he's old enough to buy a gun. No big deal. And they dropped it and let it go. But I'm saying, why don't they ask the 10 questions I put together? Maybe a couple of others. I don't know everything. I'm just one guy in a think tank all by myself, right? I'm not claiming that I have this superior knowledge, but I am claiming to have a little bit above average intelligence and say, hey, um, why not ask the mom these questions? Hey, is there a father in the home? If not, that's where 90% of the shooters come from. Is he on psychotropic drugs? Yes or no? If so, is he being seen by a psychiatrist, a psychologist? If yes, and he's on psychotropic drugs and there's no father in the home, is he black? Yes. Has he been rejected by females? Yes. Does he have trouble at home and at work and at school uh, with other people like lost a job or left school recently? Or what else has he done besides buying a gun? Does he have body armor? Yeah, one other one. Is he a loner? Is he a loner? Okay. Yeah. Now, does being a loner mean that you're a bad guy? No. No. There's a lot of people alone. But when you put these 10, 15, whatever factors together, and there might be a few other patterns I haven't just quickly caught. I'm just a talk show host. I'm not even a law enforcement professional. I'm just Joe Blow out here. I'm, you know, I probably got, you know, a one-point IQ better than the average Joe, maybe. All right? But all I'm telling you is it seems to me that this isn't that hard. Why are we then, whether it's the government or not that's conducted these shootings or rogue agents within government. I don't know. What I know is this. There is a charted course towards disarming the good guys afoot, no matter who's behind it, and no matter what their agenda is, and we're ignoring common sense solutions, ladies and gentlemen. 
parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Liberty is not free. Its costs are innumerable. Without monetary funding, the valiant efforts of freedom-loving Americans become diminished or outright defeated. We present a solution, the Give Me Liberty Fund. The plan is quite simple. Invite individual Americans to contribute less than a dollar a day. These monetary funds are used to promote liberty-minded media, organizations, events, candidates, movements, and speakers. In the spirit of transparency, all expenditures are published. Patriotic business owners provide discounted products and services to Give Me Liberty Fund members. Our greatest strength is in numbers. Go to GiveMeLibertyFund.com and become part of the solution today. GiveMeLibertyFund.com Participate in the peaceful restoration of the greatest and freest country in the world. So they're not looking at the obvious solutions, ladies and gentlemen, in terms of this profiling. They don't need a single law to gather what I'm asking for, what I'm talking about. Saying, look, this is, we got a probable cause here. Mom called and said, son is kind of deranged and not stable, and he just bought an AK, and she's worried about it. Now, do we need a law, Sheriff, or can we say that's probable cause enough to say, let's ask about 10, 15 questions here, Mom. Let's maybe do a little bit of due diligence and reach out to the community. Um, and let's maybe put a flag on this kid's debit cards or credit cards if he travels a long way or gets a bunch of gas or let's let's know about it. OK, let's find out, uh, get the answer to these 10 questions and decide if we're going to put him on our watch list of concern, because you know what? We've crossed the line of, well, each item alone isn't a problem. But when you cross 10, 15, 20 of them, you say mm, this loner rejected by women has had trouble at work, school and home and. Bought an AK and bought some body armor and, uh, you know, um, can't they do all that already, sir? Yeah, of course they can. And well, then what the heck do we need I, I to take guns some, away from Richard Mack for? Well, I think in some instances they already do, but it's it's uh, just like you say, sometimes, like in the Parkland, uh, Florida shooting, uh, they had uh, like 30 different uh, calls and reports on uh, that kid uh, that committed those heinous murders. Uh, they had the kid uh, in uh, El Paso uh, whose grandmother reported on him. Uh, so it it really seems like uh, law enforcement has missed some of these, or, or actually uh, about 95% of them, 
there are a couple. There are a few. Hey, would they miss them with the proposals I'm making? Uh, say that again. Would they miss them with the proposals that I'm making? Well, uh, y- yes. Uh, maybe. Maybe not. Yeah, I know. Uh, but you would think that there would be a profiling unit in every state for this, uh, and maybe every county uh, for this very thing, because we're trying to prevent these. The, the big thing in law enforcement is that we prevent crime. Uh, the problem is we usually do exactly what these things uh, show what we do, and that is we pick up the pieces afterwards, and we try to investigate it afterwards, and uh, putting the person uh, in jail or uh, like they're saying right now, that they want the death penalty in this, of course, uh, that that's supposed to deter f- of future events. But it seems like all of these events promote more of them. Uh, and uh, everybody wants to be a copycat. Everybody wants to go down with a blaze of glory with international news talking about what they did. Uh, and it's it's really a psychotic deal because... Uh, the person really will never be here to, quote, enjoy uh, the fruits of what they did. Uh, you know, uh, it, it just, it, usually they end up dead, like the one in uh, in uh, Dayton, Ohio. And, and most of the others, they end up dead. They either shoot themselves or they get shot by police. And uh, I still am very curious as to how they took down the person in El Paso. Uh, because it just shows the cops uh, standing there next to him. I mean, w- once he knew the cops were there, I guess he just put his hands up in the air and, and they didn't shoot him. But, um, yeah, anyway, uh, the the, uh, the other analysis is what I've said on your show before, and that is in every case when somebody shows up with a gun, the person is either the suspect, the perpetrator, is either killed, he runs away, or he gives up, or he kills, or he kills himself. It's four different uh, uh, possibilities. And uh, w- with that, you have to realize that the bottom line is everybody should be packing a gun. All right. There's now, let me, let me talk to you a little bit about some of the details that we've got here. You ready? Yeah. Dayton, Ohio, the shooting they're talking the least about because it wasn't a white guy. Dayton, Ohio, police claim they were on the scene and neutralized the shooter within 32 seconds of when it started. Right. Now, sorting out the precise order uh, of events and details when the 24-year-old man opened fire on the street in Ohio has all but impossible, even with the help of surveillance video, um, Let's see, what else do they have? Cell phone recordings, 9-11 calls, et cetera, et cetera. They say it's because counting the seconds is trying to like, kind of count like raindrops. It's very difficult. And yep. so my question is, if they were on the scene in 32 seconds and it can't be stopped, that's the new landmark of the new short time. How they really got there in 32 seconds brings up more questions. Because 32 seconds isn't even time enough to hardly make a phone call to 9-11. I mean, I'm not saying you can't press 9-11 and press send faster than 32 seconds. But what I'm saying is if that got the 9-11 and then the 9-11 operator says, hello, can I help you? And then you try to, hey, there's a shooter. And then they try to dispatch a shooter. I don't know that you're going to dispatch it and get it in the cop's hands that fast, much less be on the scene. 
So it must have just been either one, they knew about it ahead of time and they were ready, or two, they um, were just luckily nearby in some way they got flagged another way. I don't know. But the reason that I bring this up is because if 32 seconds can't save people, nine lives were taken, right? If 32 seconds isn't enough time, the only way to make it faster than that goes to Sheriff David A. Clark Jr.'s point, which is we can't always be on the scene fast enough. You're going to need to help us. All these people that ran in those 32 seconds, if one of them had a gun and shot back, they could have stopped him. Now, the body armor is another discussion. Uh, but nevertheless, the only way we neutralized it was with a gun in the hands of good guys, the cops this time. What about guns in the hands of good guys, the cops, but guns in the hands of good guys, the American citizen? Couldn't it have been stopped even faster, Sheriff? That 32-second one, I really doubt if anybody could have done it. I don't know. The people that were running, if one of them had a gun and stood toe-to-toe with him and shot him or whatever, at yeah. least put him under fire, it might have reduced the loss of life, even if we didn't stop it completely. Because nine times out of ten, again, we're going to use these profiling realities. Nine times out of ten, when the shooter engages resistance like that, they bail. They look for a way out. Or they're at least distracted enough where other people have the chance to get away. So, so the, the proposals that they're making to America are leaders, are wonderful leaders, and are uh, brainwashers of Washington, D.C., are all saying we're going to be safer if we have universal background checks. Trump is now leaning towards that himself. Uh, what background check do they want to include that we don't already have? And what what background check would have made a difference on any of these? And, and so, quite frankly, um, most of the people who have acquired these guns in the past have done so by... Uh, Completing the background By check. legal means, yes, sir. Right. Uh, and so background checks have already proven. If people would look again at the analysis that you're talking about, if we could simply uh, analyze how they're getting their guns, 98% of them have been t- completely legal. Uh, the kid in uh, Connecticut, uh, Sandy Hook, just took it from his mom. and And so... Uh, those are still pretty much legal, you know, borrowing a gun from your mom or taking the gun from your mom or from the gun cabinet at your house. Or Yeah, no question. Uh, so I got another I another red flag question to ask. Are they yeah. involved in pornography? Oh, yes. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, nine times out of ten, these people are involved in pornography as well. Okay, and this is what I mean. I don't understand why this is all happening. I get the, the concern I get that we care about America. I get the hysteria because it's starting to get to where when I'm in a public place, I'm kind of like, man, do I want to be here? But I believe they're trying to ratchet up the fear. When I say they, I don't know who either. They're trying to ratchet up the fear in an effort to take away our guns. They don't want us to be in public places comfortably. They want us to fear so that we move the needle. And, uh, and the moving the needle is not in defense of America. It's in disarming the population. There's no good government that disarms the people, Sheriff. It's that simple of a discussion. So whether it's government or not involved, government or not doing it, rogue agents, I don't know. But the track we're on, regardless, has no good ends. Regardless of who's behind it, what their agenda is, how evil or sinister or grassrootsy or whatever else it is, they're moving the needle with this relentlessly. Somebody's doing it intentionally, uh, and, and it's not going to be good for America. I can tell you that right now. The less guns in the hands of good guys, in my opinion, means more trouble. 
You can't get the cops there faster than 32 seconds. I'm telling you right now, it's still nine people are dead. And I'm as oh, pro-life as anybody, but there are solutions and then there's wrong roads to go down. And I'm convinced America's on the wrong road for discussions. Kurt? You know, Sheriff, uh, I heard a conversation where they were talking about the problems in Chicago. And they said, well, the reason Chicago's got all the gun um you know, killings and that kind of stuff is the rest of Illinois doesn't have the gun-free zone, so then those guns funnel into Chicago. Yeah. Uh, what do you say about that? Hold on, hey, quick break, and you can respond on the other side in great detail. Hang tight. This is Liberty Roundtable Live on your favorite talk station. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is still urging President Trump to urge Senate Majority Leader Republican Mitch McConnell to call the Senate back into session so we can take action on gun violence bills the House has already passed. McConnell says he won't call senators back early, but action on those measures will be at the top of the list when the Senate does return in September. Meanwhile, California Democratic Representative Jackie Spear, who's a shooting survivor herself, says she thinks this rises to the level of calling the Senate back into session. When people are fearful to go out, to go to festivals, to go to grocery stores, to theaters, for fear that someone's going to uh, blow people up, we have a problem. She was speaking to NBC News, and you're listening to USA Radio News. It is a horrible scenario, but it happens. Dennis writes about his wife. She was diagnosed with leukemia. In fact, she's a two-time survivor. And in the midst of all that, they ran up over a million dollars in medical bills. Thankfully, they're MediShare members. And Dennis says they are so thankful for that, how others came together to meet their needs. And that's how so many MediShare members feel. This is not health insurance. It's different. You don't have to pay for things you don't believe in. And like Dennis found out, it just works. So if you join MediShare, not only do you save a lot of money, the typical family saves about 500 bucks a month, but you know where your money's going each month. You're helping people, and if the time should come, they'll be helping and even praying for you. So, yes, it's different, and as more than 400,000 people now know, when it comes to health care costs, different is beautiful. Find out more. Call 833 34 Bible. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. On the heels of mass shootings that have rattled the nation, a man's in custody after causing a scare at a Springfield, Missouri, Walmart. Reportedly, the man in his 20s was wearing body armor and military fatigues, carrying what police call a tactical rifle. It prompted a Walmart worker to pull the fire alarm, and the suspect then walked out an emergency door, where an off-duty firefighter held him at gunpoint until police officers responded and took him into custody. House Democrat Dick Durbin is in agreement with President Trump that former Democratic Illinois Governor Rod Blagojevich's case should be looked at as Trump suggests he may commute Blagojevich's sentence. Was clearly demonstrated is guilty of uh, wrongdoing in public office. Uh, he was convicted of that and sentenced and has paid a heavy price. Over 300 of the 680 migrants who were rounded up by ICE in Mississippi this week have now been released. 
This is USA Radio News. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Kurt Crosby asked a question right before the pause. I didn't mean to cut him off, but I wanted to have clear sailing so that the uh, answer could be all in one piece and not just disjointed. Thank you for your patience. Kurt, ask your question, then let's have the good sheriff respond. Well, you know, there's been quite a little bit of uh, mention that uh, in Chicago, uh, on a normal weekend, there's more shootings than, you know, these two uh, past shootings that people are talking about, the Dayton, Ohio thing and the El Paso thing. And uh, yet um, one individual commented about that and said, well, that's because uh, even though Chicago has this gun-free zone, I guess you could call it, or, or gun control on turbo the rest of the state of illinois doesn't and so then the guns funnel in that way what do you say about that sheriff mac <laughs> well then why isn't there gun violence where they have all those uh places where you can get easy access to guns why is it that oh, they darn. why is it they don't have violence there well and i would say this if you get rid of guns in the state of illinois then they'll be like oh it's the surrounding states yeah, okay, and then uh, just point. like they said, hey, why do we have all these guns in Mexico? People are going crazy. Well, because they're coming from the United States in gun shows. And then we right. turned out that Operation Fast and Furious was intentionally through your rogue agents in government funneling guns to Mexico. It wasn't gun shows at all. It was a big lie to try to change the law on gun shows to where you would be forced to go through the background checks to buy a gun, uh, private private sale as well. And so, uh, you know, we found and caught them lying there too, Sheriff. And there's been no accountability for Operation Gunwalker or Gunrunner or Operation Fast and Furious, whatever latest name you try to use for it. Um, we caught them at it, sir, but there's been no accountability. Well, of course, there hasn't, and there never is in government and or any place else uh, that, that government uh, touches and has their fingers. Uh, it's, it's really uh, astonishing how people still are buying into that Washington, D.C. is going to save us here. Please bring Congress back. Uh, make the Senate come back. Everybody come back and do something to help uh, stop this. And, and again, a careful analysis, Sam. If, if they do anything, if they do universal background checks, whatever that supposedly means from what they already have, they are the Brady Bill put universal background checks in. My lawsuit didn't stop background checks. It stopped the federal government from commandeering sheriffs or anybody else in the state, uh, and, and, and it slowed or stopped the federal government from making the states puppets of the federal government. That's what it did. It didn't stop background checks. It didn't even address background checks. Background checks have been here since 1994. You go to any gun show and buy a gun there. Do you know what you have to do? You have to do a background check. California has it to where you can't even... Uh, uh, leave a gun to your kids if you die. They can't have the guns. You can't trade a gun with somebody. It's already illegal to unless you go down to a gun shop and do a background check. And th that did not, that has not stopped the violence. As a matter of fact, California, I can't re uh, rem recall what city, but they just had two days ago, uh, or yesterday, no, it was two days ago, uh, a guy that killed four people with a knife. He went crazy. There was it was a knifing, and uh, two people were injured and four were killed with a knife. And why isn't anybody addressing the issue of uh, getting rid of these assault knives? And if it wasn't, 
And how about how many of these uh, uh, major assaults uh, have happened with a vehicle where somebody in a truck or a ve- some other vehicle drives into a crowd of people and kills a bunch of people? Got to get rid of all the cars, by golly. Now, Kurt's got stories of a 14-year-old boy to tell you. Kurt? Well, it's a 14-year-old girl, I think, Sam. And uh, in this case, oh, uh, all right. uh, yeah. I guess the boy, um, the headline didn't say. Blaine, Kentucky is where this is from. A girl grabbed, uh, this 14-year-old girl grabbed her family's 9mm handgun and shot at intrusion suspects in order to save her sisters. According to WSAZ, uh, they reported that three teenage girls were alone at home when the intrusion suspects allegedly tried to make entry. They were alone because the father of the home was working the mother was at the store. Two men allegedly pulled up in a car. One exited, repeatedly tried to gain entry by trying to kick in the doors. The suspect then allegedly went into the backyard with the shovel, preparing to break out a window. The 14-year-old located a 9mm handgun and loaded it. She then noticed the suspect with the shovel and the driver of the car were allegedly arguing, and she fired a shot in their direction. The men responded to the gunshot by fleeing the scene. Fox 8. Remember how uh, I said 90 plus percent of the time that happens? Just saying. So this is the stuff we're talking about, Sheriff. And I commend this girl for saving her sisters. I'm glad a crime was stopped. But this story is not making it to the news hardly at all. Well, uh, again, the whole thing boils down to uh, analysis, Sam. And how is it that anybody thinks, after we've had background checks for the last 30 years, uh, that obviously has had no effect whatsoever on people accessing guns, the only thing they can do, Sam, is start a program where they literally take the guns. Well, and here's the interesting thing. The more they've uh, controlled these background checks and put limits on assaults, the more they've regulated, the more they've, quote, declared war on guns. It almost seems like it's worse now than ever, Sheriff. Yeah, uh, and and kids, one one of my kids at school said, well, the, the violence has increased under Donald Trump, and he's a bad president because he's he's allowing these things to happen and i said so of all the uh, up team dozen shootings that happened during the eight years of obama we don't blame obama but we now blame trump is that it and i said or is this just part of the propaganda scheme and the brainwashing that we all are supposed to hate trump no matter there what there you go on. well hey man this gunman films himself walking into walmart kurt there's another one. Yeah, that's right. Springfield, Missouri, and uh, apparently uh, cruised in, uh, wanted to just kind of film himself. So he's all uh, dressed in kind of a uh, military gear. Um, and uh, then he just, uh, one of the um, uh, managers pulls the fire alarm. The guy walks out the side door, and then he's uh, held by a uh, an off-duty uh, fire firemen basically at gunpoint and they you know i mean they stopped the problem so a firefighter uh, stops the guy store manager pulls alarm right 
smart reactions, don't you think? I think they profiled that guy like quick thought profiling right on the spot. Hey, man, some guy's walking in here with a bunch of ammo. The guy starts asking a clerk, hey, um, you know, I guess men ask clerk for anything that would kill 200 people, right? Yeah, but Sam, the firefighter is not uh, normally armed. They're acting like, oh, it's okay because he was a firefighter. He was a citizen. He's a common, ordinary citizen. And good for him for getting it done. Absolutely. And he's in Missouri. Uh, you you wouldn't find that in Chicago or New York or L.A., right? Mitch McConnell has a response, Kurt. Yeah, he says uh, gun control laws are uh, front and center. Big problem. Right, Sam? Yes. Uh, so Mitch McConnell, you know, assault weapons ban in front and center in the Senate. FBI now seeks to scan social media for violent threats. I don't know that that's necessarily a bad idea. But, you know, how does the, without the public record side of things, how does the FBI get this information? I support them with the public information we all have. They can create any tools they want to do that. I think that's justified and normal. But gun sales are increasing, Kurt. It's a gun sale surge, Kurt. Well, that's right. And uh, you wonder why, uh, <laughs> Sam. I mean, I think people are concerned. And they want to, they recognize the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. All right. Kurt's talking about Sheila Jackson and Lee and everybody else. What's up with Sheila? Well, Sheila, you know Sheila Jackson Lee. She's like a congresswoman, lady. right? That's right. Yeah, I assume Lee's uh, in the Senate. No, Sheila Jackson Lee is oh. just you know, her name. Oh, I was hoping uh, we were talking and, about Mike Lee going head to head with Sheila. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, that would have been good. Anyway, no, she really calls on I was having fun. Trump. <laughs> she called on the president to stop his Gestapo-like ice raids. So what she really means is, if you're keeping the law of the land, you know, and uh, have the immigration guys that are going after people that aren't here legally, you know, she wants that stopped. So let me get this right. The ice raids are Gestapo against the illegals, but the gun raids are fine. Yeah, that's right. Good All point. right. Just kind of making sure, Sheila. Now, Walmart worker asks, what, thousands of employees to do a sick out over gun sales, Kurt? Well, that's right, because, uh, you know, you got these people who really believe the media and think that, man, if they quit... Uh, selling guns somehow all this havoc will Kurt's stop. Kurt's going to count the number of stories he sent me. I'm going to try to get through the rest here. He sent me literally like 20 stories. Hang tight. I'll dig in. So will Kurt. And the good sheriff will be ready for his response on your radio. Kosher. Certified. Put the two words together to get co-certified, which is spelled with an S-E-H instead of just S-H. It's the right way to spell this, the German way, and it made it easier to trademark. Now, did I tell you that the letters S-C-H still make the shh sound, as in all those American food producers saying, shh, let's keep it really quiet that our product is kosher certified. Think about it. Nearly one century of kosher certification, and hardly anyone outside exclusive observers knows that most packaged food and kitchen products are literally certified by religious intermediaries. Well, because you, consumer, are indirectly paying for this, the Co-Certified app is here to make kosher certification awareness an inclusive matter for people of all faiths and identities, and it even boasts a unique database of products not kosher certified. We call that NKC. 
Start memeing it. It's fun. NKC, not kosher certified. Now to confuse our audience even more, we put a question mark at the end of our name, and that really cinched our trademark approval. It relates to the website where you can begin your new shopping behavior, thekosherquestion.com. Attention Liberty News Radio listeners. Hard-hitting talk radio has never been and never will be supported by the mainstream in America. Hard-hitting talk radio is taking on the mainstream press like never before. News the networks refuse to use is one of the best ways to educate people. We invite all liberty-loving Americans to join with us to restore the principles of our founding fathers and promote God, family, and country in the media and our lives. Please help spread the Liberty message with your generous donation. You can go online at libertynewsradio.com right now and make a donation online. Or call 801-756-9133 and make a donation over the phone. That's libertynewsradio.com and 801-756-9133. Make a donation today. All right, Sam Bushman, Kirk Crosby, the good sheriff, Richard Mack with us, CSPOA.org. So I guess they're asking um, this guy at Walmart and asking thousands of employees to sit out, just do a sick out, man, because, uh, you know, everybody's trying to buy a gun, Kurt. That's right. And uh, one other thing, uh, you know, the Visa guys are saying that, hey, we're going to go ahead and still uh, let people use Visa to buy guns as long as it's uh, still legal. Well, good hats off to Visa, right? So far, yes. Good point. Amen. Um, but the violence just continues to ratchet up at every turn, as far as I can tell, Kurt. Um, for example, I guess there's a headline. Kurt just sent me MSNBC's in the news, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's right, Sam. Uh, they got a guest there, uh, Ellie Mistel, and she said... Uh, I want pitchforks and torches outside Trump donor's house in the Hamptons. That doesn't sound too tolerant to me. Kurt, do you want to, res- do you want to respond to this, Sheriff? I mean, this lady, I guess she's a guest. Ely Mistel, is that how you say it? Or Mistal? I think so. Uh, anyway, um, she literally is calling for pitchforks calling to go to people's houses, literally, and be threatening and intimidating at the least. Violence, most likely, Sheriff. I mean, she's unhinged. She's crazy. I think they ought to make a movie about that. Call it The the Hunt, and we'll hunt for everybody's guns. And if they don't give them up, we'll start putting them in jail or shooting them. And Apparently, they got a movie about that that's coming up. Uh, Rush <laughs> Limbaugh is... Yeah, yeah I, mean, uh, I mean, can you imagine what would the world would be doing if you showed Trump supporters hunting and killing uh, liberals? But yeah, and yet it's the other way around, right? Because it's the other way around. Uh, it's uh, getting uh, passive uh, response from the national media. I mean, I really can't believe how absolutely sick Hollywood is. And how absolutely sick liberals are, 
and how absolutely sick some of these Republicans are. Uh, I mean, anybody that says, yeah, we're going to make you safer, everybody believes it. It's a bunch of political theater, and all of us stupid uh, brainwashed people are continuing to buy into this, that we're going to be safer because our heroes in Washington, D.C. keep taking care of us. Holy moly. What a bunch of dummies we are. All right. Well, Kurt wants to tell you about a warrant. Warrant got issued. Very good, Sam. Yeah. The uh, in this temporary play at SunTrust Park, home of the Atlanta Braves, allegedly threatened to blow up the stadium and I guess shoot everyone there. Yeah, the guy's name is Jamar Antonio Golfin. He's 30 years old. He's been charged with making terroristic threats or acts, which is a felony offense. According to the warrant, he's been he had been assigned to clean a seating area of the stadium. Uh, during a break, he left his assigned area, according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. As he was walked out, he reportedly got upset and became verbally abusive toward his boss and a brave security guard. He allegedly threatened to kill them all and told his supervisor he would come back and shoot everyone there. His warrant, uh, this is what the warrant said, he also allegedly said he'd be back to blow up the place. Uh, he was arrested the following day and remained Remains in the Cobb County Jail on a $16,720 bond. Uh, anyway, I guess they said he was employed by a third-party vendor who has since relieved him of his duties. Makes sense. Right? Anyway, that's kind of interesting. But I guess ESPN pulls trailer, Kurt. Well, that's what we were talking about, about this, uh, you know, movie where they've got these deplorables are being um, basically the movie's called The Hunt. Yeah. And uh, the deplorables are being hunted by the elites uh, of yeah. the liberal elites. And, um, you know, basically, uh, I guess ESPN has decided not to put that. Well, I don't know if they will or won't. On. So, well, the advertisement's one thing, but what about the movie? So now uh, American Family Association has an email with a subject line that says this. Tell Universal to drop plans to release movie of humans hunting humans. AFA action alert. So when we got all this violence going on, now we're going to have movies about humans hunting humans, Sheriff. You do video games and violent movies, and then you blame Trump, and you... Um, you know, think, they're ratcheting this up, sir, at every turn, every one of them almost. Shouldn't everybody who attends that movie be profiled by the police? Or is it okay to kill the Trump supporters? It's almost getting that way. We don't have civility towards Republicans or Trump supporters. Or babies. Clinton even said that. You don't have any civility towards babies either. You can kill them. Even after they're alive, you can go ahead and you know, swaddle them in a blanket while you plot their murder. Hey, and if, if I we, criticize that, then I hate women, see? Sam, if we can kill babies when they're born, already alive, and Democrats have already said that's okay, we'll make the baby comfortable and then make sure it dies. Uh, that's exactly what Governor from um, Virginia says. I don't know his name. I think he's, he's, a, he's not a deplorable, but people who vote for Trump are. So, But if we can do that... We can certainly start killing people, and Tifa is already kind of uh, promoting that. And uh, so, yeah, this this is getting so crazy, and people are buying into it. As long as it's 
against people we don't like and that promote Trump and promote freedom or whatever it is or promote a Second Amendment, why not just start killing them? Now, by the way, let's be very clear. Don, or, uh, Richard Mack is speaking tongue-in-cheek, highlighting the double standard, the disparity here. He's not suggesting that it's okay in any way. Not in any way. And I'm not uh, in any way believing that Richard Mack intends that. I'm just highlighting so that they can never try to take it out of context. If they do, then they ignore my statements, too, which is, you know what? We're highlighting the problem. We're telling you how serious of an issue this really is, folks. Okay. Um, why all this violent stuff? For example, a lot of the people that are getting hate messages and hate mail and, and threats and everything else online relate directly to this guy running for office. His name is Joe Joe Quinn Castro, right, Kurt? He's in San Antonio, yeah, or, from what uh, I understand. His name is Joaquin uh, Castro. Hey, That's man, I'm an American, Spanish buddy. I know you know Joaquin. <laughs> all right, let me, just, let me just help you understand something in America, okay? It's J-O-A-Q. All right. Now, I know that's Joaquin in, in another language, but in America, that's like Joe. That's a burrito. Okay. So, uh, but anyway, know, yeah, Joaquin. This guy's name is Joaquin Castro, you know. Mm-hmm. He's a politician. And, uh, yeah. My first question is, where does he even get this information in the first place, Kurt? Uh, I don't know. Because, listen, we're um, attacking Julian Assange and Trump and everybody else for getting access to the DNC records there now. Mm-hmm. And, of course, this guy can get Good these point. records and leak them, and now there's violent, literally, attacks against the people that donated to the Donald Trump campaign, right? And there's no repercussions at all for Joaquin or Joquin. I mean, I think it's a Joquin for sure. It's a big joke going mm-hmm. on here. The double standard is highlighted, Sheriff. Well, I heard some of his stuff, and... Uh uh, the thing of it is, he his excuse was, I didn't put it out there. It's already out there. It's already, in other words, it's already public information, which it is. But his intent is the key issue here. He's putting it out there so these people will be attacked and harassed and maybe worse. Uh, and it's astonishing. And why would you ever do such a thing to another human being, agree or disagree with him, sir? Why would you do something like that? It's evil. Exactly. Exactly. Because the left promotes violence and promotes going after people, like my tongue-in-cheek uh, dialogue, uh, monologue just w- w- said a minute ago. It is. It's okay to do this and go after people and to get what Maxine Waters says, go harass people. Go get in their face. Go cause them problems. Uh, wherever you see them, if they're in a restaurant, go after them. And this is the kind of uh, violence they promote. It's all Trump's fault, they keep saying. And these people have been promoting violence, committing violence against uh, the list of deplorables, and that now Mr. Castro does something like this, and he says, oh, it's okay, because it's already public information. But his intent is what is key here, and he is trying to make these people answer for it by having other liberals go after him. And I think that's really dangerous. Is anything going to be done about it, Sheriff? Oh, uh, yeah. They'll, somebody will get hurt, and they'll want more gun control. I'm talking about ratcheting down the rhetoric, stepping back from the hate, stepping back from the violence, stepping back from attacking one another, stepping back from ratcheting this up. Is there any way to do that? That's I have a clarion call for civility here, sir. Cummings actually called for that because he was having that verbal uh, jab with uh, the president. And he says, hey, Elijah Cummings. 
we all need to stop the rudder, the the violent rhetoric. Yeah, and I appreciate Cummins saying that, but Cummins is the one that attacked Donald over the border issues. That's what started that whole feud in the first place. Of course, they need to do it by example, not just by trying to give a Sunday school. But I give a little defense for Cummings saying, hey, I started this. I didn't really mean to. It, you know, hey, I was trying to you know, get my views out there. It turned out to be a battle. I got attacked. I attacked. I want this to stop. I get it and agree that we need to stop this stuff. But the ratcheting up, I mean, are we going to have blood in the streets, Sheriff? Is this going to turn into civil war? Is this just the beginnings? Well, other people have asked that question, and it appears that it uh, certainly is headed that way. Uh, it's just getting out of hand, and it, it is so ridiculous because over what? political views but let's be real here the democrats have been the one that have been uh, uh, very anti you disagree with me anybody that disagrees with them they're going after them and mr castro just showed that everybody in this country has a right to uh, donate to any political campaign that they want for him to publish it like that well it's almost bordering on vote fraud too because if it changes the outcomes of the elections then what Neither party cares about vote fraud as long as it, it was helping them, and that is a, that is a fact. You can analyze that. Neither party cares uh, a hoot about that. There's been certain candidates that have complained about it, and every time there's some sort of flimsy investigation, it says, well, it would yes, there was fraud, but it wouldn't have changed the election, so everybody be quiet. And, go. and yes, there was fraud, but it's not widespread. It's just a narrow circumstance. Ignore it. Right. But in that, they lie too, Sheriff. Are you kidding? Of course they do. How do you know when a politician's lying? Lips are moving. All right. Uh, all I can tell you is this, ladies and gentlemen. Donald Trump's trying to get some people out of prison now. He's trying to give them... Uh, what, a commuting their sentences? Is that what it's called? We need that to happen to some good old innocent people in prison to finish up the hour, Sheriff. Steve Stockman. Well. Amen. You would think that he would be. He's actually been letting people out who've had just severe sentences for actually committing crimes. There's people in there that have never committed a crime at all. How do we get that information to the Donald, sir? Good question. That's a $64 million question, is it not? We've been working on it for over two years now, ladies and gentlemen. We will never give up, by the way. I wanted to end the hour with that. If you want to learn more, thefreedomcoalition.com, cspoa.org. Become a member today. We are never giving up. We are just kind of seem to be uh, blocked at every turn. Sad but true. I wish we could uh, you know, sit down with the president, drink a chocolate milk, and discuss these things. But, hey, don't know how to get that done. All right, Sheriff, travel safe. Godspeed, brother. Thanks. See you guys soon. Appreciate you. There you have it. The good sheriff doing a great job. CSPOA.org. Learn about the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. For Sam, Kurt, and the good sheriff Richard Mack, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. LibertyRoundtable.com.